Today's lessons from Proverbs chapter 4. Uh, I'm going to begin by uh, reading uh, verses uh, verses 1 through 5. And if you, if you see on the outline, uh, it is... Uh, the, some of the verses are listed on the uh, on the chart there, and at the very bottom, uh, I've got a picture of a father with a very young child, and hopefully, we're going to understand that this this image of a father with a son is going to be that of our heavenly Father, who is wanting us to hear the instruction that He shares, to hear the wisdom that He has given us because there is a way for us to go and it is a wonderful way and to turn away from it is is death uh, but if we just follow the way that god has for us uh, he promises that we'll have life and we'll have uh, a wonderful life in this life but man uh uh, how do you how do you multiply that by ten thousand or a hundred thousand uh, in the life to come? That will be the wonderful, 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 joyous, good, perfect life—a life without viruses, without death, without pain and suffering. We long for that, and the heavenly Father, He He is longing for us to be there with Him, and He has given us the way. And so, as we go through here in in Proverbs chapter four, you're going to hear. Uh, you know, it's it's instruction from a father to a son, uh, but we are taking it as God's children, our wonderful, loving, heavenly father reaching out and uh, calling us to this wonderful life that he has in store for us. Verses one through five. <clears throat> Hear, O sons, the instructions of a father and give attention that you may gain understanding. For I give you sound teaching do not instruction. When I was a son to my father, tender and the only son in the sight of my mother, then he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Acquire wisdom, acquire understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. God's calling us to, to listen to him, to hear him. Uh, it, this world is difficult, and it's, there's an enemy prowling around in this life that seeks to destroy us. And our Heavenly Father reaches out to us and says, listen to what I am saying to you and hold on to my instruction because I'm showing you the way. And I do love this, this wonderful picture. And, and um, I've put this together with the father and a son wanting to lead, lead the son down the narrow path and, and get, bring him uh, to the bright and wonderful way uh, to teach us how to get to heaven how to get into the presence of the Father. It's a narrow path, uh, but there is a way. It's a straight path, but it is the way. It's the only way. Uh, the only thing I don't have pictured really that, uh, well, there's probably a lot of other metaphors that could be pictured on there, but the one thing I don't have that I really hear so clear in today's lesson is that 
There's all kinds of things that try and pull us off of this path, but we have to stay, keep our eyes fixed on that straight path and follow it. Listen to chapter four, verse number 13. We skip on down here with many other words of instruction, many other pleadings from the heavenly father to, to listen and to hear. Verse 13 says this, take hold of instruction, do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Folks, life is precious. Life is short. And if we are, the thing that God calls us to do is to hold on to the instruction. Hold on to this way that we're supposed to be living, for this is life indeed. We're all, we're all sitting here today. We're listening uh, to one another sing. We're listening to prayers. We're joining in worship together. We're able to look. Some of us are able to look at one another. We're able to hear one another. Folks, we don't know when this life is going to end. And so we've got to hold on to the, to the word of life while we're here. We've got to hear it and obey it and follow it. And that's the instruction that we're going to have. These other pictures that are on that, that outline there, they all fit with this. It's a, it's a pleading to hold on to this instruction. We must obey God, listen to him and hear him. That is the way we must go. You know, our sister Bev, um, it was, uh, it was December, you know, and I've got the, uh, the obituary here in front of me and, and she passed away in um, May, on May 27th of 2020. So that was just barely more than five months after she, it was five months and seven days after she got the diagnosis of cancer. Five months and seven days. And then she was gone. She died. She was, she was 59 years old um, in that obituary that Mark had written. He talked about the plans that they had, how they, after she retired, they wanted to travel to Italy. That was one thing Bev wanted to do is to travel to Italy and they were going to go there and cancer comes and her life is taken from her in this life. It's done. Her, it's over. And none of us know when that day will come. She, you know, at least she had uh, some months to kind of be aware that she was in danger um, you know, but how many times do people's lives get taken from them in a moment, in an instant, without warning? And so it is imperative for us to hold fast these words. Verse 13 again, take hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her for she is your life. Well, why should we hold on to these words? Why why do we need to listen? Verse 14 and 15, it continues. Do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not proceed in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Do not pass by it. Turn away from it and pass on. You know, this this is there is a way other than following the instructions of God, and it's a and it's a path, a wicked way. It's an evil way. The path of the wicked, people who turn away from God. And the Father instructs us and is pleading with us. Do you hear over and over again in verse 15? He isn't just saying, be careful not to go on the path of the wicked. The Father 
grabs us, holds us by that hand, and he's looking at us in the eyes, and he is saying, avoid it. Do not pass by it. Don't even go near it. Turn away from it and pass on. Don't go by the way of the wicked. Don't follow them. Don't listen to them. Don't do what they do. Don't speak like they speak. Don't act like they act. Don't hate like they hate. Listen to God. Hold on to instruction. Do not let go of her. Guard her for she is your life. Verse 18 and 19. Verses 18 and 19. And this is the why part. This is the really the reason why. Here is the incentive. It's not just God saying, you got to do it my way or else, you know. But there is a reason why God doesn't leave us wondering, why on earth do we, should we do it this way? It doesn't even make sense. It makes sense because he knows, the Father knows. Verse 18 says, but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. The way of the wicked is darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. So here's the reason I, I've chosen this, uh, this background with the, the, the sun kind of coming up, uh, shining, or pardon me, actually, if you know the area, is it going down? I don't know. But anyhow, I'm going to pretend this is a sunrise. I think it is. Um, you know, this is, this is our lives, the way when we walk with Christ Jesus, when we walk according to the ways of God, when we're walking in the paths of righteousness, it's like the light of dawn. Our path is lit up and we can see. And as we continue to walk, it gets brighter and brighter all the way. This is the way of life. We must follow it. And if you're not following the way of God, then you're walking in the darkness. What a horrible place to be, to be in the darkness. And it, it, the reference to the way of the wicked is like darkness. They don't even know what they stumble over. They're just going through life, just stumbling. They don't even know what's, they don't even probably even know that they're stumbling around. They think they're fine, but they're stumbling in the darkness. And a horrible, there's, there's nothing growing brighter and brighter as they go through the day. They just, as they go through the days of their life, they're coming closer and closer to their death, their physical death which is an eminent uh, death of the soul then, eternal death in hell to continue in darkness forever. Folks, hold on to instruction. Follow God's ways and he is pleading with us to hold on and there's good reason because he wants to bring light to our lives. And now, verses 20 through 27. We're going to take these verses just a few at a time because with these verses there is there are pictures that are created with this that begins with and it's just a reminder for really the things that i've already said there it's a picture of number one ears to listen and then a heart to hold on to that instruction and then being careful with the mouth not to speak things that are hateful or unholy things that are lies. We are to hold our lips closed from those things. So it's ears, it is heart, it is careful lips, and then it is eyes to set our eyes on the right path, and then it is feet 
to walk that path. That's the message, that's the image for today. So first let's listen about the ears. Verses 20, verse number 20, starting there in chapter 4 of Proverbs. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. So the Heavenly Father is giving forth this instruction, and he is just pleading with us, his children, to incline our ears, the New American Standard language here. It's to lean forward and to listen, inclining that ear, making sure that we, we are fully focused on what he is saying. You know, I've been coaching Luke's soccer team. By the way, I'd probably there's a kid that love it if I mentioned he had a soccer game yesterday and made a goal, and he was so excited about that. We all were. So, but the but these young young kids, for them to focus on, you know, at practice to focus for an hour on doing just soccer, it's really hard to listen to coach for an hour. It's really hard. So sometimes I have to tell them, all right, everybody. You're standing there, put your foot on your ball, and that that way I know you're listening. All right. And so for some reason, it's like magic. They can I can be there, you guys listen, listen, everybody listen. And if I if I'm shouting a little louder, they just they still just looking off. Some of them are looking off in the mm-hmm. other direction. And I say, and I just simply say the trigger word is, all right, everybody, foot on your ball, so I know you're listening. And they put their feet on the ball and they start to listen. I I want to them I want to know that when I'm instructing somebody that they're listening and God wants to know that we're listening and the question for us is are we listening are we listening to God you know and and so it it's that's what I love about our bible reading together and we're going through the old testament now we made it through the new testament last year but but for people who are reading we, you know, it's, it's just evident. We're trying to make this clear to, to ourselves and to others, but most of all to God that, hey, we are intent to listen. We know you have the words of life. We know you have the instruction that we need. And so we are going to incline our ear to you. We are going to incline our ears to listen. We are going to hear what you have to say. And um, and that sight is already embedded in there. Do not let them depart from your sight. So we already got the eyes there a little bit along with the ears, but we're watching, we're listening, we're taking in God's word. And where is it to go? The end of verse 21, keep them in the midst of your heart. Verse 23 then, watch over your heart with all diligence for f- from it, flow the springs of life. Um, You know, this idea of guarding your heart, watching over your heart. And I put in the, the image, that image of, you know, it's a safe with the heart. I couldn't quite figure out how to put the heart in the safe. So you got to get the picture there, but you guard that heart, that hearing 
you know, the word of God coming in through your ears and, and coming into your mind, into your heart, where you keep it and you treasure it, where you guard it and keep it safe. You're not going to let anything contaminate it. You're not going to let come, Satan come and steal it away. Listen to the Father who loves you and who has the words of life. Listen and keep those words, treasure those words. The next image is of the mouth, and it says, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put devious speech far from you. Ways we can ruin what is in our heart is actually by speaking for things that are contrary to it. So one of the ways we guard our heart is by zipping lips when it comes to deceit, to lies, to anything that is foreign to God's word, God's instruction. Verse number 25. Let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet. So this next image, after, after we have heard, inclined our ear, and taken it into our heart and guarded that word there, not let anything else come out of our mouths contrary. Once that instruction has come to us, then we've got our eyes fixed on the right path. God, you know, God, God's told us the way. You know, and most of the way that he wants us to go, it's so simple to follow. It's so difficult to follow. We know what's right and we know what's good and we know we should do it. And so many times we turn away. But at least we know with, if we treasure God's word in our heart, we know the right way and we must put our eyes on that path. It's that gaze that's fixed directly ahead, fixed straight. It's not looking to the junk around us that's in the world and all the things that the world has to offer, but fixing our gaze on the things of Christ, fixing our eyes on his path and following after him, doing the things that he wants us to do, knowing God's will and putting it into practice. That is part of, you know, once you've got it in your heart, you know what's there. Now look at, look forward and start doing it. And that's the point of the feet. It's the doing, it's the stepping. You see the path and you start walking. You don't just see the path and say, well, that's the nice path. That's the way to go. I really understand God's path. And then you sit back and relax and all, you know, and, and you're not doing it. You're not walking the path. Every part of this is important. The wisdom that comes from this is the. it, it ends up with the fact that we're just getting on the path and walking in the way that he would have us to go. Verse 26, watch the path of your feet and all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor to the left. Turn your foot from evil. But it is a path. Walk it. Don't turn to the right or to the left. Walk straight ahead. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus the author and perfecter, the pioneer of your faith. He's the one who started it. He left the example. Let us follow after him. 
that way, that sun shining bright, you know, someday that, you know, in this life, we're the, as we learn to walk more fully with Christ and we're filled with faith in him and he is being shown forth from our lives. And that is our goal to have Christ shining forth from us. The more we do it, the better we do it, the more his light shines. That is what we must do. That is why we're here. And then someday in that final day, we are going to be changed in that moment in the twinkling of an eye, we will be changed and we will be like him. We shall see him as he is. We'll be changed into his likeness forever. But right now we're supposed to be walking like him, just like he did in this life. Let's follow after his way. Let's keep, let's just put this image into practice. And it starts with ears that are inclined to hear, leaning towards Jesus, listening to all of God's word and all of his instruction and treasuring it in our hearts, guarding it in our hearts, making sure that nothing is coming forth from our mouth that is contrary in any way to God, but not zipping our lips to speaking words of praise to him, but zipping our lips to lies. And then from after we consider our mouth, then we set our eyes on the path and then our feet start walking. That's the plan. That's the instruction. That's the encouragement that our heavenly father, the one who loves us. So, you know, when we, um, when we think of that father holding the hand of the child Father wants what's best for his child. He wants, wants things to be better for his child than they were for him. And our father, he cares about us much more than us dummy fathers. We're even the most loving father in this life, the best father. Some of us have had good ones. Some of us have had horrible ones. But, so the, um, but the loving father in heaven, he's better than any father that has ever lived on this earth. And that wonderful, loving, heavenly father reaches down to us, grabs us by the hand and says, listen to me. Let me show you the path. Walk it. Listen, treasure it. Watch what you say. Set your eyes out on the path and start walking. So let's walk the path, everybody. Let's do that well. Pandemic or no pandemic, let's Walk the path that God has, that straight and narrow path. Let us not get distracted to the right or to the left. Let us not turn aside, but keep walking straight. Straight towards God, straight to our heavenly home, straight to Jesus. And that means a lot of things for us, but let's uh, let's keep our lives pure and let's keep focused on the things that are important in this life and as one of the things with it, probably the primary thing is let's teach others about Jesus. Let's do that well. If there's anybody you haven't given your life to Christ and started walking on a path, today you've heard some of the word uh, that God has the best path for us and Jesus is connected with that. Jesus is the way. You've got to give your life to him. So if you've heard about him, 
you need to know more about him, you let us know and we'll teach you more about Jesus. If there's anybody you know Jesus well and you know that you've got to give your life to him and you haven't done it yet, get on the path. And it starts by believing in Jesus, confessing his name, turning away from sins, away from selfishness, and walking in that path of righteousness. And you get on that path when you get baptized into Jesus. So if anybody needs to give your life to Jesus today, and today is the day of salvation, today is the day you can be immersed into him and live for him forever. You can be saved. You can know that you're on that path and go into that, that heavenly home. If anybody needs to respond, get a hold of me or somebody else this day. And we encourage you to do that as we sing this song for encouragement. <laughs>